You are listening to More Than a Season podcast with Ashley and Brittany. Join us as we walk through what life is like supporting a coach. Real, authentic, behind-the-scenes look of what the support system experiences, but no one discusses. So grab a drink, sit back and listen, because we're about to get real. Welcome to More Than a Season podcast. We appreciate you all being here. Before you listen to this episode, please subscribe, download, and give us a review. We really, really are interested in your feedback, and we want to hear what you guys think. Yeah, and thank you guys so much for being a part of our community and enjoy this episode. Hey, friends. Hi. Okay, so we are very excited because we are expanding our podcast. We had mentioned this several times on our Instagram if you guys follow along, but we are going to be interviewing some significant others of different sports, different levels. We really want to make this an inclusive community, and we feel like everyone that is listening can learn, gain knowledge from different people some insight, appreciation, and potentially seek advice. Yeah, so we just wanted to have this just because we know that not everyone has the exact same journey, but I do feel like with the sporting industry, we aren't only the crazy people that are going through this life like in football. And so we just thought that why not? Like, why can't we learn from other sports, other women, um, and really just absorb all that information? Right. And even if it's just one little thing that you learn or take away, or maybe, you know, you end up going to this person later on for advice down the road because you have similar stories or similar backgrounds or you're from the same area. We just feel like this community can be so much bigger than just football. And so that is why we are starting our expansion. And today is the start of it. We are actually starting with our first baseball interview. Baseball is really near and dear to my heart. I played softball since I was five years old. I grew up playing it and then I also coached it for two years. So I feel really passionate about that about softball, but also about baseball because it's just kind of similar. So we will be talking later on on this episode to Texas Tech baseball wife, Lakin Gardner. Yeah, and so for y'all that know don't know baseball very well, um, I am definitely one of those. And even from this interview and other ones that we have done already that are just lined up for you guys ready to post, um, I am just in awe of like the lifestyle and just the way that they uh, run their families and their daily life. And it's very, very similar to the football world. Um, But there are some differences as well that you can take from. But there is just from high school to professional, there's so many different levels that go with that. And so there's so many different unique stories that we've already heard. And we will continue to share those on our journey. Yes. And we want to be like we've said, we want to be able to provide, you know, insight and information from not just coaches, but also players' wives. Um, we have some fun ones that are already lined up that we're really excited about because you can really learn in any capacity. And sometimes your your husband or your significant other was a player at one point, and then now they're a coach. So it's good for the people that are have husbands that are still playing the game that might eventually coach to listen to this podcast and gain some insight into how that might be later on down the road. So like we said, we're starting out with college baseball. And baseball is very interesting because it is one one of the, unlike football, um, out of high school, you can be drafted actually. So there's the professional side of it can actually start a lot earlier or like in some cases you go to college and you play through college and you can get drafted again out of college. So we're excited to share Lakin's story with you guys. She has two kiddos as well. So it gives you a little bit of an insight into having kids during this lifestyle. She gives some great tips and tricks on what she does to be able to, I mean, Nine innings is long, y'all. Nine innings is long. So she gives us great insight into that and how she deals with two kids during this crazy time. Yeah, so we're excited to introduce Lakin. 
Say hi, Lakin. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Obviously, we can't talk on baseball or how the schedule works or any of those things. So this is very special. So Lakin, can you just tell a little bit about yourself, like how you got into baseball world, all that? Right. So I have loved baseball growing up. Um, I feel like I've always been into it until I met and married my husband. And then I realized I didn't know as much as I thought. So, so I grew up in New Mexico and that's actually where I've lived my whole life. And I've known my husband's family my entire life. I probably know them better than he does. So I grew up with my best friend. Her name is Belin. And um, that's kind of how I met my husband. It was at her brother's wedding. And um, I was still in nursing school at the time in Long Cruces. And so we talked from like August to December. And then I was actually really trying to move to Dallas to start my career because I thought I wanted to like live in Arlington and get season tickets to the Rangers games. <laughs> but they weren't hiring new nurses there. So I ended up in Lubbock, which is where he happened to be. And yeah, I fell in love and I haven't left since. <laughs> so yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Okay, you have to share the first story though. We had a pre-talk with her and it's such a good story about actually like the first time that you saw him right right so um he played at Oklahoma State um he's a pitcher there and I'm about seven years younger than him so me and my girlfriend Belen we went to watch him play and we had made posters that said go Matt with hearts all over it and um I'm actually one of his scrapbooks I'm going to be a freshman in high school in that picture so and they lost so thankfully he didn't want to hang out with anybody. So he didn't meet while I was still like underage. I guess. <laughs> so yeah, we didn't meet until the wedding, which I was, was several years later. So yeah, that's awesome. I actually went to Oklahoma state. So that holds a special place. In oh, really? Yeah. And that's so cool. So after, after he um, did OSU and then he moved, how did, so after y'all met at that wedding, was mm-hmm. it that you moved with him down to Texas Tech area or how did you get there? So yeah, so I'm a nurse and like I said, I was trying to go to Dallas, but it's hard to be at, like, I couldn't find a job that wanted a new nurse. So Lubbock is, has a ton of medical things. And so um, I moved down and accepted a job and I swore I wasn't going to date him because I wanted to like be young and single and look around, but that didn't work. <laughs> and so I got my first job in February of 2013 and um, we've pretty much been together ever since then. Yeah, that's That's awesome. awesome. And then you guys have two kiddos, right? We have two kids, uh, but their birth stories are crazy. So they're one and three. My daughter's three and my son is one. Um, And apparently we like to have our kids at like postseason slash the end of the season. So for my daughter's birth, I went into labor. My water broke in the seventh inning of the regional tournament of game three. Oh my gosh, no. And so we had to leave. And um, my daughter, our daughter was born at like two in the morning on that Saturday. So we didn't get into our like postpartum room or whatever until six. And then he had to leave at one to go coach the next game. Oh my gosh. Well, at least he was there for the birth, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, I was like trying to be like, cause I'm a nurse and I'm like, I don't want to show up and be a wimp and like not be in real labor. So I labored all day and then my water broke. And I was like, okay. Did they win that game at least? Did they win? They didn't. didn't. So it was like a pretty tough situation scenario. So neither 
game that my kids were born, the next game or both lost. Yeah, that's as far as they made it that year. And so that in 2017 is when Matt became the pitching coach at Tech after that season. And so a week after she was born, he left to go recruiting. Oh my God. And then our son, his birthday is May 15th. And um, it was right before the last conference series against TCU. So he was born, his was a little, well, a little less dramatic, but um, so I went into labor and again, I was like, I'm not going in, I'm not going in. So he got off practice and my mom was with me and she was like, uh, you need to go to the hospital. So I was like, I'll just wait for Matt. So he left practice and then came home and took me to the hospital and that ended up being an emergency C-section. But yeah, I had him that night after like five hours. Oh my God. Yeah, at the hospital, so. You are a trooper. So you are a nurse. He were, right. you know, coaches baseball and you have two kiddos. So what in the world does your schedule look like during? So the- it's really intense. So I worked full time until I had my daughter and then I was thankfully able to go part time. So I work in the operating room. So it's kind of, that's like business hours type nursing. So I work on Mondays and Tuesdays only. So I do that and um, we are lucky enough to actually, his parents live here in town. So, and my parents only live an hour and a half away. That's where I'm from, which is crazy. So we have a lot of help and they watch our kids for us when I'm at work. So when he's home, he'll take them over to his parents' house or usually that's how it works. Um, This whole pandemic thing has been weird because we haven't had to do it yet with two kids in daycare. I don't know what that's going to look like because... So I have to be at work at 6 a.m. So I can't take them. Daycares don't open that early. We rely on our parents a lot, a lot. And, or if Matt's home, he can run them wherever, or they spend the night with me, or I spend the night with them so they yeah. can take the kids. And yeah. what does his like daily schedule look like? Does he go in early or, or does he typically stay like later in the evening? He tries to be at the field by like 8.39, usually okay. like every day. So. Yeah. That's awesome. I think it's so great. We always talk about like in some of our other episodes that it's so great to have like that network of people and you are so fortunate to have your parents appearance around and that's wonderful. Um, So there is a way to make it work your own career and kiddos and he can do his own thing. So that's awesome. Okay. So baseball is like full year round. I played softball my whole life and coach and everything. So I know, I know baseball and softball, like they're, they're crazy. And especially at that level, it's such a Texas tech is a really great baseball program. So what does like recruiting season look like and regular season fall ball? Do you guys have like a time where you have off? Summer is like a heavy, heavy recruiting period. So the summer is the hardest because he's gone the most at like weeks at a time because um, the tournaments are in bigger cities like Dallas or some in Atlanta or just bigger cities. Mm -hmm. Um, He travels to those and stays a week to 10 days at a time. Then he'll come home and then he'll be off to the next tournament. But, and then during the fall is busy because of fall ball and stuff. And then on home games, they do a lot of recruiting. They'll have their um, recruits come in. So he's busy on those weekends. And then on the off weekends, they still might have recruits or practice or games, but we do get the holidays together. Oh, So from like Thanksgiving to like New Year's, he's pretty much gets to be at the house. 
So, so that's good. That's so crazy. That's like wonderful that you guys get to do that. Cause I mean, I was thinking you guys would have like the summer off, like, like football and it's just so switched. And from a football perspective, like, you know, when we play games, you go to an away game and you're back like the next night, but you're saying he goes on like 10 day trips. Yeah. Recruiting trips are like long. They he's, I think his longest stint has been like two weeks and that's like at like some big tournament or something. And that one was actually in Atlanta. So he couldn't like come home at all because from Lubbock, you've got to fly all the way out there. So. Right. Wow. And then with that too, like away game series, like baseball is different, obviously than football, you know, you play two games, three games in a series, typically at away games. Do you guys travel with him sometimes if you can? Before I had kids, I went to like every away conference game, but Uh after I had kids, um, we haven't been to an away series yet. I think that'd be a little hard to yeah. pack everybody up. <laughs> it is hard. And I think eventually when they're older and more independent, we'll get to go to more. But right now, I mean, they're toddlers and they don't really stay in one confined space very well. And we have two of them. So. Have you found yourself over the seasons like more organized, like when it comes to like the games at nighttime or during the day, whatever the series, like how do you I have found like a sweet spot of when to go to the games. So I, if you have kid, young kids like me, I wouldn't recommend going. I try and make it at like the sixth inning. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'll follow on Twitter, the radio. And I'm like, okay, I like the top of the sixth is when we're going to pack up and head that way. So the kids can see Matt after the game. No, that's a sweet spot. I was about to ask, how do you entertain children for nine innings of a baseball game? I I haven't. So when Corbin was little, I could take her because she would sleep a little bit. But with two, it's kind of impossible. So sixth inning... We make seventh, eighth, and ninth. I feel like that's a pretty good win for us. A good tip. I ne- I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Like bring them towards the end. That's the back smart. End. That's yeah. so smart. <laughs> those games can get yeah. long with like two they little ones do. that I'm sure. <laughs> uh, we did take my daughter to the World Series in 2018. They went, and that was actually super fun because there was a lot to do and stuff. And then my son was born in 2019, and they went to the World Series that year as well. But I decided to not go because he was only like four weeks so that was a really hard decision for me because I really really wanted to go but I have like this tiny newborn and a two-year-old yeah that that would be hard (laughs) from um the beginning so since you've been in baseball what would be advice for someone that's brand new to like dating in the baseball world like trying to get a handle of like what this lifestyle is about to become So when we started dating, Matt wasn't recruiting yet because he was the volunteer assistant coach. And so I thought I knew what recruiting would be like, but I really didn't know. So um, my best advice would be just prepare to be super independent because like y'all's podcast, like flying solo, that's a real thing and you better enjoy it and get used to it. It's also, I think, okay to be upset and disappointed when they can't be around because it does suck when they miss out on so many events. And I try and keep in my mind, like he wants to be here, but I mean, he does have a job. And so that's gotta be a priority too. And so it's hard to not be so bitter about it, but just be prepared to be independent would be my number one piece of advice because it can be fun if you make it, or you can be sad about it and it will suck. So 
And then you guys, like you have your job, obviously he has his baseball stuff. So how do you guys make time for each other with all, with everything you guys have going on? Well, we have decided to like count any alone time as like date night. So if we put the kids down and we get to watch a movie together, we count it as a date. (laughs) Like that works. We don't have to have a sitter or anything. We can just watch the movie. Or if he's home and about to leave for a trip, he'll meet me in the cafeteria and we'll eat lunch or whatever. And that's date. So yeah, it sounds like you just kind of, you make it work. Like you, like you've got to change your, and that's something that I've learned from other women that have been in it longer is you take that time that you have and you make it work. Like it may not be this glamorous, like, oh, we're going to this Italian restaurant. We're going (laughs) to go get all dressed up. It could be anything, you know, just sitting together, being together. So yeah, yeah. being alone together is like a date. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I, um, so we have been talking about in the past uh, episodes, just keeping your identity. And it sounds like you have your nursing, you know, you're doing your nursing job. And then you're also, you know, wearing the other hat of being a mom. And those are two, two huge jobs. And so in the beginning, did you ever feel and it's okay, if you didn't, but did you ever feel like baseball was taking like, top priority, and you were kind of trying to find yourself and like where you fit in this role? Yeah, definitely. And I think I tried to like, really fight it. Like, I am not like a baseball girlfriend or a baseball (laughs) wife. But when I learned to accept that that actually is a part of my identity, and it's okay. And it's like can be an exciting part of me Then not just the one identity, I can be like a nurse and a mom and enjoy whatever else I enjoy running or whatever it might be. So it's okay to have multiple layers to your identity. And the baseball wife thing, I really did try and fight it and be like, that's not a part of me, but it is a huge part of me. So when I learned to accept it is when I learned to really figure out my other identities as well. Yeah, I I just think that that's like so important. And I mean, I've, we've only had like five seasons. So I've learned, I feel like I've learned so much more than I did when I first, you know, started in this world. But that is just a huge chunk, I feel like, to surviving any kind of sport like that. And so how was like this whole quarantine thing for you guys? Since your schedule is pretty much 24-7 besides the holidays, what did you guys do during this time off? Um, so it was actually pretty nice to go from like his busiest time of year to suddenly he was like at home and didn't have anything else going on. We've spent a lot of time with the kids because we used to go out every single day. Like I, we would do library, gymnastics, play dates. Like we were super busy and then it all stopped and we got to spend a lot of family time. We went on a ton of walks. We lots of swings, lots of movies and just getting through it. But it's been kind of cool because with our daughter, he was obviously in the middle of the season, like he missed a bunch of things like her first steps, for example, and then he got to see our son's first steps. So it's been like a sweet, sweet time for us, I think. Yeah, that's awesome. I think with quarantine, we've heard this a lot is like, we're not used to having this, you know, who's the stranger that's in our house all the time. I'm like telling people, I feel like I earned like got like a full-time nanny and I really have been like hands-off and like we got bath time tonight like I'll go this is hopefully the only time in your career that this will be able to happen so right exactly well I really appreciate you talking with us yeah thanks Lincoln Bye. bye thank you so much for listening to this on more than a season podcast 
Be sure to follow us on Instagram at more than a season underscore women's guide for the latest updates. You can also follow our personal Instagram accounts at Ashley M. Kramer and Britt Labby. We would love it if you would download, subscribe, and leave us a review on your choice of platform. Thank you so much. See you next time.